Hello and welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. And pull up a chair. The coffee pot is on and ready. Hope you are, all are having a great week. It's the first day of the week, so it feels pretty good. Um, last week, we did a Would You Rather question, and it was a big hit. Big hit. Big hit. Well received. Well received. And so we decided to start implementing these into our weekly podcast. And today we have a special, very special person to read a Would You Rather. It is from our one of our children. And here we go. Would you rather have to eat donuts for breakfast or bacon? All right, there it is. There it is. Would you rather eat donuts for breakfast or bacon? Mm. Noah, what would you rather do? Well, not everybody knows this, but my family used to own a donut shop, and... Uh, it was some of the best donuts I've ever had, and it's hard to find that level of quality out there. So when I eat donut, when I eat donuts, I'm often disappointed. Often. But I've never been disappointed with bacon. Oh, I have. <laughs> I haven't. I like unless somebody burns it or something. But then you can still have some enjoyment out of it. I'm gonna go bacon. All right. I would go. Donuts. I love donuts. Sometimes, like I can remember, like when working and someone was carrying a white box, I was like, oh, donuts! And it was just like coffee paper or something <laughs> like. False <laughs> alarm! False alarm. alarm! I love donuts. So I would choose donuts. All right, so. That's good. Um, and you can answer too. Would you rather have donuts for breakfast or bacon? Have I ever told them the donut story about our relationship? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a great time to do it. <sighs> okay. Let's, let's, let's just... Let's just, just. What, share our thoughts <laughs> and just, feelings, our I'm love and our teasing. history? How dare I? <laughs> I'm just, just teasing. I had wanted to date Elizabeth for a long time in high school. The timing didn't work out. Woo, woo, woo. And then she called one night... I think I told this part before. She called one night at the donut shop I was working at, we owned, I was working at, and she was, she was definitely not crying. She was said, hello, Noah, this is Elizabeth. How are you this evening? It definitely wasn't, um, Noah, this is Elizabeth Byers. A cow stepped on my foot, and I was wondering if you could drive me to school. It definitely wasn't like that. Noah. And I was like, absolutely, it's on my way. I also, in the midst of that conversation, asked what your favorite donut was, which is a... A yeast with chocolate icing. Yes, a chocolate-dipped yeast donut. Not a cake donut, but a yeast donut. No, yeast. And so the next day, I got up early, I made sure the car was cleaned out. Most importantly, I stopped at the donut shop and got her a bag with a yeast donut, some napkins, and a white milk. And I was driving this little... Two thousand, uh, no, two thousand. Uh, well, that's new. Nineteen ninety-four <laughs> Chevy Cavalier two-door. Purple. It's purple. Purple. It had Scooby-Doo seat covers. We called it Scooby-Doo Mobile. And I took the round long trip to get her, and got in the car, and I was like, 
uh, you know, we started driving down the road. I was like, hey, I got this for you. She's like, wow, thanks. And we're driving down the road, and she eats the eats the chocolate yeast and is appreciative, and we have a nice conversation, and we get to school. And it was a super hot day. It was, you know, May or something right, like that. Right, end of school year. And I get back to the car, and it was just pungent, reeked. Uh, she didn't do anything with the white milk. I it didn't was realize sour it was for nasty. me. I had this like lovely setup there for you, like uh, like uh, hotel maids putting a p- mint <laughs> on the pillow. Here's your milk, my darling. Here's a chocolate yeast. Love me. And she didn't realize that the white milk there was for her, and it just oh my gosh, the car was so rank afterwards. But I like that story because I still remember that chocolate yeast is your favorite. It is. And I kind of like to think that maybe I'm climbing the list of your favorites. I'm not there yet. Maybe one day you'll be equal to a a donut, but not not today. Chocolate yeast, crocheting. (laughs) Donuts. (laughs) And then I'm I'm somewhere down there. I'm good with that. So that's our little. So yeah. So what what would you turn up? Yeah. I chose bacon. Yeah, you yeah. chose donut. donut. Right. So what would you all do? Uh, reply on Facebook or on the um, Substack or anywhere you find this. Come come to the page. It will pose that as a poll question. Yes. And let us know. Okay, next. Shout out time. Shout out. To- meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway. She there it is. Shout out to our Aunt Margaret. It's April 24th. Which is Aunt Margaret's birthday. Aunt Margaret's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Aunt Margaret. Um, Benjamin's birthday is this week. Is this Thursday? I remember when I was overdue with him this time six years ago, she was really hopeful to be on her birthday. Mm -hmm. But really, his birthday could have been a lot of people's birthdays because April is a big birthday month for us. Um, but he landed on Noe's birthday. He's he his own own person, He's which a, is him in general. Yes, and he it was almost late to his own birthday. Uh, he <laughs> yes. took forever. I mean, I, did we go in that morning? Uh, yeah, yeah, super good. early, all day long. And there was this kind of old school older nurse. I know how to get this baby moved along, she and was like doing a great job. she did a great job. She gave us this peanut thing to. You know, like a crotch pillow to whatever. And Listen, like, I am. Been, I was very, very fortunate and blessed with some very easy pregnancies. Mm-hmm. No real complications. Great I, attitude. I felt loved, great. I loved being pregnant. But my deliveries, on the other hand, were never great and never by the book. And, like, I went to birthing class when we were first pregnant with um, Henry. And the way they described delivery, I was like, wow, this is going to be so easy. Like... It was like step by step, like here's how you're going to deliver this baby. And mine were like, take the book and rip it out and throw it into the shredder and then like the, the shredder catches on fire. Like that's, I feel like how <laughs> it is. So Benjamin was just like that. I mean. Yeah. And uh, it was late and late and late. And by late. the way, all of our kids love to hear the stories of how they were born. Like it's like one of their favorite things. That's for, another, that's for another day. What's even worse though was I had a cold at the hospital, and I just couldn't get my nose to stop running. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah, I know. It was every time something happens, and I just, it's not my best. Oh, my. Anyway, uh, so Benjamin, long, 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 and then he finally decided to come at 11.59, 
at night on the 27th. I know. I know. Everybody thought it was going to be the 28th because it was like almost 1 o'clock before I could go back and tell anybody. But um, that was one of my favorite things, too, is I don't know what. Maybe they don't, people, we never knew. We didn't know any of the, the genders. genders for our babies. Any, any, any of them. And so we've got people in the waiting room on bated breath trying to find out, you know, what the boy or girl, boy or girl blah, blah, blah. And so I remember the first time I went out with Henry, I decided to try to make it like almost like a proclamation. Uh, you know, <laughs> I didn't just say, hey, y'all, it's a boy. I said, you know, eight pounds. Eight. Or, uh, Twenty and a half inches. Twenty and a half inches. Pause for dramatic effect. Henry, Charles, Coley. And everyone, oh! <laughs> and then <laughs> do the same thing with... Uh, Elliot. Elliot. What's want? Everybody basically had gone home, or... Once Elliot was 11 p.m., so again, yeah. people were like... People, we'd lost some of the following because people were tired and went home and whatnot, but... Um, and then Benjamin, everybody was nervous because we said we were going back and it was taking too long, so everybody had the worst in mind, but uh, they all thought he was born on the next so, day because... But I feel like the doctor the doctor was like, no, he was safe at the plate. 11.59. <laughs> so... Yes. Benny's birthday, his, we had his party this week, and that was a great time. Yes, and he gonna, is a funny, funny kid. Oh he has gosh. the best imagination, and he's so creative um, for his birthday. He always like, let the kids pick a theme, and he wanted all of the holidays. So we had Christmas represented, and we had, we had gingerbread house decorating. We had an Easter egg hunt. We had a Christmas ham. We had a Thanksgiving turkey, and the turkeys were only processed. I made the cakes, and well, I decorated the cakes. You baked them, yeah. And one of them was a shamrock, which got a lot of flack because it didn't look anything like a shamrock. <laughs> and I had a pumpkin, and uh, we had decorations for the Fourth of July and Easter and Valentine's Day and Saint Patrick's Day. We had the station set up, and it was a pregnant lady for Labor Day. So we did not. And uh, it was. I feel like if you had stopped at our house and did not know what the party even like, <laughs> these people are geez, nuts. They are losing their minds because it was like really every ho every like holiday was represented. So super fun, um, and that sort of like leads into what we want to talk about tonight. Um, we've it was so it's always so nice. Like we had a lot of people at our house, um, a lot of family, a lot of friends, and it just those nights were always very reflective of the day. First of all, that everybody that these people take the time to come love our children and celebrate how great they are, um, but then also these are our support and these are our community. Um, we always get really almost kind of weepy and reflective those evenings mm -hmm. talking about the people who show up for us time and time again. So tonight we're kind of really going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the importance of um, actual real life a community. community. Um, it's not like uh, these people stopped by because we met them. Uh, they, our kids spend, you know, karate classes or something like that. We see them 15 minutes a week or whatever. These are people that, like, have invested in us and we've invested in them. And uh, we, you know, we happen to... Through the good things and, and the yeah. hard things. Yeah, we're um, there together. Yeah. I've been to birthday parties where it's like, you know, there's other dads around and... You know, they just kind of stand around and, and, and drink and, like, we don't really know. We're not really part of this. You know, we're, not really, we're just here because we had a drink, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, like, they don't even know the kid. Right. Everyone here in the house 
knows Benjamin, can tell you a story about Benjamin, mm -hmm. has taken the time to get to know our kids, and has left their mark. Right. I always think about your little, your little uh, Vicky thing that you talk about with the tapestry. Oh, yes. Um, one of my bosses um, went out to the college. She, for her 80th birthday, had a surprise part. No, it's not 80. Not 80, good lord. <laughs> sorry, Vicky. Sorry, Vicky. I'm so sorry. 70th birthday. <laughs> the day of 85. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 70th birthday. Um, had this beautiful, like, speech, and it was about um, how each of us there was a strand in her life's tapestry. And I love the visual of that. Um, I love just the idea of, you know, your tapestry does change over the years, but regardless if you're there for just a season or for a, your, the life that you are woven into the tapestry. And I just really enjoy that. So I do, I always think about that, and I say that often to Noah, like, oh, the tapestry. Yes, we appreciate people who, who, who buy in and really, really do buy in. It's not surface level. I do really poorly with surface level relationships. I feel like I can kind of smell it out and to know if they are interested and in, in, or not. Mm -hmm. And like, it doesn't go, go very far. But when you've tasted the best, why well, have the rest? You know, this little restaurant <laughs> saying, say, like when you've got friends that, um, people always say about friends like, oh, you can call them anytime, day or night. Well, I, I don't know anybody who would tell me no. And I don't consider all those deep friends. But, like, good deep friend relationships mm -hmm. ask you how you're doing. Right. It, which is countercultural to everything about us. Like, I should just be able to, you know, it's more mm -hmm. of a, give, a take culture than a give culture. And when you find those rare people who check in on you, whether it's your health or your mental health or stress or they know you're you know you've got a big job promotion or anything else like that and they're rooting for you and they can you can almost like feel their their prayers and their thoughts mm -hmm. uh, on you that is your people to really hold on to and don't let go and don't let anything small come between you that would you know <laughs> negate that right right and i think um as because i think we've talked about it's, sometimes you feel lonely as yeah. an adult because when you were younger, you had easy ways to make friends. Well, um, we were, when we were both in college, the college situation is right. an artificial environment where for four years, you're going to be not only surrounded by a whole flock of people, but every year there's a new herd coming that, in. And you have, you have breakfast together yeah. and you go to class together yeah. and you go to socializing together. So right. it's it's easy to maintain those friendships, um, and then I think those friendships can remain because I'm still friend, we're friends. Yeah, with but out of that time period, we still. But have... you don't see them for for lunch every day. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sometimes I wish I could, and so it's just it's hard to. And I think even though we have a great community, there's days we still feel super lonely, and you're like, mm -hmm. do you have do we have any friends? Do Right. Like, does anybody care? And I know they do, but it's, uh, they're just seasons of loneliness. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk a little bit tonight about, like, where you can positively find some people to, if you are looking for more people in your community. Maybe you're like, I'm set. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with one friend. Um, Bless your heart. 
I have my aloe plant. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You think about high school, and I have you know five people or less that I talked to that I knew in high school. Um, Besides the pleasantries, and you're at the grocery store. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not gonna spit on them like I want to, but like, no, uh, there's a lot right. of people that I don't really care for, but. There's a few people who are like, oh yeah, you left a non-horrible image on me. It's good. I'm <laughs> glad you're. I'm glad you're doing well enough. Right. Good, good. Um, but like, our good best friends, like you are my best friend, and like I'm lucky that I get to still have you. The, the kids in my hate when we say that, by the way, because oh, yeah. they'll be like, "Mom, who's your favorite person in the world?" Because they want me to say one of their names, and I'm like. Your dad. And like, right. But besides dad, yeah. who's your best friend? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this <laughs> trick. Like, I, I will play you all day long. Like, <laughs> yeah. so you do. So, where do, it, and we get very lonely. As outgoing as you and I are, there's periods where there's like, and, and maybe it's just it's a week or two, um, but like, you go through a season where you feel like either nobody's checked in or nobody steps into your world that is interested or you feel like you're maybe you're not into the things that everybody else is into mm -hmm. you know who, who I think they, they call it like a seat at the table and you're like do yeah. i have a seat at the table anymore like right you go to these circles of people that you're you're friends with or your air quotes friends in and they're all talking about something different something like, different oh. that has zero interest or you know maybe it's the corporate ladder talk or it's uh, you know, keeping up with a certain sport or the college mm -hmm. feel. Uh, yours was college related. Your your old job just because it was your whole world, mm -hmm. and your friends and work. Uh, it reminds me of the office when Jim's having a party, and all the <laughs> Oscar and Stanley could talk about is how surprised they Paper. are about the <laughs> selling of the Manila envelopes and. And what's right. Right? Can we please not talk about work? And we don't have to talk about Kelly. Yes, Kelly thank you. Like sometimes, what the tie that binds you is all you can yeah. think to talk about, right. and that's good most of the, sometimes. But whenever you're ready to get out and talk about new, fresh things, it can be kind of lonely. And then we found that first off, if you keep kind of like verbalizing it and like praying about it and saying like, "Man, I really wish we could have some people come into our lives that." are interested in things that we're interested in or have similar mm -hmm. likes or interests or, you know, kids. Like, I don't believe in that whole speaking into the universe, but I do believe in, like, praying and asking for things. Right. And also being aware that you're looking for certain things mm -hmm. is really good for you and as a partnership together. Like, if she were to not say anything, she being you, Elizabeth, uh, would not verbalize I'm lonely because all my friends don't talk, you know, are only consumed about this, that, and the other. I could, I would just probably totally miss it. But the fact mm -hmm. that you verbalize, like, when you're hurt sometimes or you're stressed or whatever, that's really good because then I can be thinking about it and we can look for people together. I think sometimes I struggle because I, I don't fit into categories easily because... I'm not a stay-at-home mom full-time, and I'm not a full-time employee. I sort of, like, bounce... People want to put you in camps. Bounce back and forth into what world I'm yeah. in. Yeah. And that sounds like it shouldn't be a big deal, but sometimes it is a big deal because I miss out on stuff 
when I'm working, and then I miss out things at work because I'm at home. So <laughs> just mm -hmm. weirdo. Um, anyways, so Noah, I can think. I'm not. We're not gonna name any friends' names. We have a lot of friends. I don't want to. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. What's that thing called? MySpace this and, and put them oh, <laughs> Vine for right. top eight spaces. No, that's not at all. Because we do have a lot of friends. Um, and so we have a lot of positive people in our life, not just friends and family. So where are ways that we can, if someone's like, I want to be able to meet some people, where are some ways that we feel are good ways to meet friends? I got like 20 jokes just run through my head right now. I'm just repressing every single one of, of them, okay? Uh, you can tell one joke. No, I don't, I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm not do it. We have, um, when we were back in Brazil, because we lived in Terre Haute for a little bit, and you know they're just side-by-side -side towns, but still like kind of get reestablished into our community. We'll pause that. Oh, you dropped my thought. I'm so cross sorry. Cross that finger. Uh, one of my communities is, it's hard to get in and hard to get out of communities. I know you just said that they're just towns side-by-side, but there's a whole little world over here in our Clay County that uh, Terre Haute people don't get, mm -hmm. know, or like. And there's things about Vigo County that Clay County don't know, like, know or like, you know? Like, um, <laughs> I, when I used to work over in Terre Haute, they thought we were all just idiots over here. And we thought Terre Haute is all just a bunch of corrupt, you know. But we know the truth. But we know the we. truth, right. Um, parachuting in and out of different communities can be even harder than just mm -hmm. committing to one. Like, that's kind of a sociology thing is, like, your tribe you know, you, you, mm -hmm. everybody for a long time was just looking for tribes of like-mindedness, which uh, worked for a while. It kind of ended up um, not doing so great after some of the mid-2010 elections kind of all got turned on its head. And, and we all went, some people went super tribey and all kind of got to a point where it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't just talk in our own silo and our own tribe. Maybe we should like branch out and talk to other people so i know you were talking that wind out fit in one space or the other but it's really hard to when you're in different spaces try to do that yes good talk good all right talk. yes <laughs> what was your crossed fingers for oh when we went back to brazil um i feel like that was first summer after i started doing some volunteer work in the community and that really helped me sort of get involved and meet some people mm -hmm. um, and that was really great so finding somewhere to volunteer the place where I, did you volunteer I, the place I chose was the Clay County Youth Food Program and they helped bridge the hunger gap over um, school breaks and weekends mm -hmm. so that was where I volunteered it was volunteer work that I could do easily mm -hmm. I could take take kids with me or not take kids with me it was very relaxed and it worked out for my, for my schedule so one good place to find people in your community and like-minded is through volunteer work i'm gonna go with the place i find the strongest better best sense of community have you seen ace hardware ace hardware no <laughs> where everybody knows your name no I'm always going to encourage people to try to find a good church community. Yes. Okay? Yes, as an evangelic Christian, I care about people. I care about people's 
When I say they're souls, I don't mean like it's the old time revival. Ursula, are you collecting souls? the aisle, are you going straight to hell? I'm not talking about that. I'm oh, talking about Ursula and her little cauldron of souls. That doesn't, reference doesn't do anything for me. Well, good thing Little Mermaid's coming out next month. I'll okay. teach you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't equate uh, God and Ursula <laughs> in the same book. Yes, I care about people's spiritual spiritual health, like the realization that there's something bigger than yourself, that there's something that you can't do because you're not big enough and strong mm-hmm. enough. Super wonderful. Um, the realization that there's something out there, there's somebody out there that loves and cares about you and wants good things for you. All awesome, and I want everybody to experience that. And if you'd like to know more about it, I'd love to talk to you about it. But that is like, you know, maybe let's call that, I don't want to put a percentage, 80%, 90% of it. But having a good group uh, at a church can, church people can be some of the nicest people out there. Now, you can have bad experiences with churches and it can ruin that for you. If you have had a bad church experience and you have felt unloved by church members, or people that are so-called Christians, we are sorry. Sorry about that. Really, we are very sorry, because that is not how it should be. Right. That's not how it should go. And um, if you would like to try church again, or maybe you're wanting to find a new church, and it's so scary to start a new church. uh, Even if you just want to talk about the idea of going to a church. Yeah, or just visit another church. Yeah. We are always welcome to come with us. You are always welcome to sit in our church pew. Um... We can't guarantee we'll be the quietest church people, <laughs> but we'll be so happy you're there with us. Yeah. So that's an honest thing. That is an open invitation yeah. that if you ever, first of all, if you felt unloved by a Christian or from a church, we are sorry. And second of all, if you'd like to try a new church or just visit a church or just try something different and talk about it, yeah. we're here for that. Hit us up on the gram. No, I mean in person or on the, or on the Facebook or anywhere. We'd love to talk to you about it. Or you can stop me in the grocery store. Or you store. can stop us in the grocery store. Uh, but there, there's wisdom in the counsel of of others, and um, I have always found when you can get a mixed group of older people, mm-hmm. older married people. Newly married people, single people, people in college, people in high school, people who are, you know, established work from all different perspectives and points of view. You can have a super unique mm-hmm. blend. It's almost like cooking. Like when you start learning how spices come together and then you mix things up and add other flavors to it, like everything with just no salt would be awful. Everything would just salt would be would lose its flavor, but once you start learning about how other cultures cook and you add different things together, it can really be something awesome. I feel like that's the same way with a good like group, especially at like a church. Like uh, when we were in a, in the different phases of life, when we were engaged and early married, and we found older, established couples that would you know take us in for a dinner and playing cards or teach me how to woodwork or uh, whatever, however they want to pour into our cups, it made us that much stronger. And you always got really along really well with, like, um, Methodist women, mm-hmm. groups, uh, 
uh, what would you call those? Like, is I don't that, say mom's that, group. I mean, no, like, but it's like the mixed age of groups. Yeah. And I think that's, I, I agree with that. It's super important to not just find yourself people exactly like in, you. In the exact same life yeah. position as you were in, because none of you know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> so recently, I have found a new group like that of mixed age groups. And first of all, I was so excited because I had to be invited to this group. Gotta be honest, this is one of those times you were starting to say, like, I'm so lonely. I wish somebody I would. And somehow. And so I was invited to serve as a substitute in a local Euchre card group. And I've now been asked to substitute twice, not to brag twice and my third time was invited for next month they meet once a month and it's all age ranges and um i've had so much fun like i, I really have it's been so good for, i feel like it's been good for me now it's, it's always like the same battle it comes the day of and i think about being gone for a few hours in the evening away from everybody and i'm like oh my gosh like i should just said no what am i doing like leaving everybody and Noah's always like, no, you need to go and do that. And then I go, and I've had the best, like, conversations. Like the best attitude picker-upper for um, you, too. Yeah, like. the, yeah, the best conversations, the best just, like, life talks. And like I said, there's a very wide age range um, there, and it's just been really great. So it's my, new little, it's my new little community. <laughs> so start a bridge club, ladies and gentlemen. I've not been right of that one yet. Just Euchre. You ever played bridge? No. I, learned, I taught myself how to play bridge during COVID. Mm. I got the apps and I watched the videos and all this stuff. Wow. I just did Wordle. I'm shocked there's not a bridge club in Brazil. There is. Really? Bridge? There's a ladies group, yeah. A bridge club? Yes. Well, get me a wig <laughs> and send you want a man in there because I want to play. It's not the same ladies I play cards well, with. Well, tell them to open the doors. I'll tell them that you can serve as a sub. <laughs> I like I like bridge. Yeah, I'm not joking. Well, I'm not joking. And either. sometimes they go to MCL. <laughs> I've been asking to go to MCL for years. You just need to find your group. <laughs> okay, back on. I was on, born in the wrong decade. Back back on topic. Okay, so volunteering church groups. Uh, we have also found, and these are sort of newer friendships because we've only been in this for one year, but through our local um, 4-H group, mm -hmm. our our oldest is the only one currently old enough to be in 4-H, so we've just done one year f of that, but we have found some of the nicest new friends, because it's, like I said, it's just been a year, um, but so many really good friends, and I think what's nice about that is because we have that common thing of having our child in this organization, but it's different than like other organizations because like it's hard. It's like you're all working towards the same goal, um, and it kind of goes all year long. So, and you have sort of this this devoted time that you're together, whether it's through your monthly meetings or that full week at the fair. But we've really been able to kindle some good friendships there. And here's a little secret: there's people out there who are looking for you too. Yes. That has been a big realization. Like when we when we kind of hide and get depressed, or you know, stay in our little bunker here, and we think, oh, nobody wants us, and then we get in one of these. We decide to be purposeful and go look for a group, and you know, try to you know be you know, mindful and prayerful mm -hmm. about trying to have new people come in our life. There's people in like the exact same stage of life, or or the same same feelings, same emotions. feelings, 
And it's so refreshing when you connect with some people and they're like, I, we've been wanting this for such a long time. Or you, or you like have some sort of hangout and it's like, that was really great. We yeah. needed that too. It's, um, it's, it's almost like people don't realize that relationships are work, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, relationships, a I mean, marriage relationship is a ton of work if you want a good one, but it's hashtag worth it. Absolutely. Um, but if you have relationships that you don't put any effort into it, they just kind of fizzle or, mm-hmm. or go flat or go away, one of those. Um, but the work could just be a text or a phone call mm-hmm. or inviting the whole family over for dinner. I, that was where I'm going next is open your doors for meals. And I'm speaking to all of the families or all the grown-ups out there. Because you're like me, and you feel like everything has to be perfect before you have people over at your house. Don't wait for things to be perfect to have people over your house. Because if you invite me over to your house and you still have laundry that needs folded on your on your couch, I'm not going to think twice about it. Because I'll be like, oh, good. I still have laundry on my couch, too. So don't stress with that stuff. Um, just in, open your home up and invite over, whether it is for a meal or if you're not comfortable doing the meal, like, just for a couple hours to hang out or to play cards or a board game um, is a lot of fun. One rule that we follow is um, your kids don't pick up here when they leave. Yes. And our kids don't pick up there when we leave. That's been a nice, handy kind of rule that is super nice. It takes the stress, sp- stress out of Listen. Because, like, I want to help. I, I want my kids to help pick up your house, but they don't know where your stuff goes. Your kids don't know where our stuff goes, and really, that's not the purpose of the visit. The purpose of the visit was just to be in our home and just to use our home as, like, a place to be mm-hmm. and to relax and mm-hmm. to feel welcomed. Um, so don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and food-wise, we'll, we'll cook and clean up later, and sometime maybe you'll reciprocate and have us over and do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's been really good when we... And sometimes we're just like, oh, we need to add, invite... We've got a list right now of people, like, mm-hmm. we need to invite them over for dinner. So if you... Uh, we're going to list. Get a tick... Get a, <laughs> someone's like getting the gold ticket, you know? <laughs> That's it. If you, if you check your mail and find one of Benjamin's gi- handprints... That should be a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll receive a, a bar of Felsnaptha and a golden ticket for one free dinner. Right. Day. No, but... Uh, we don't have a date for this, but we are hoping to have a giant house, open house, farm, we moved, we did it together, party, or sometime in the summer or the fall. Uh, no more details yet to come, or are, are ready to be announced right now. Can't tell all of our secrets. But I am really looking forward to getting to meet any of you who found us and, uh, either through the podcast or through the Substack, or we've been friends for 20 years and you want to come celebrate our grand opening mm-hmm. if you will our our what would you call that i want to say ribbon cutting. it's not a business our like an open house like, like open house we yeah. did it kind of celebration you still have that 20 years just tonight i was talking to one of my friends and because i had to fill out some volunteer forms mm-hmm. for to be a 4-h like volunteer i put it on as a reference not really thinking they'd do any of the reference, and they actually like mailed her something like to fill out on me, and she's like, "How long have we have I known you?" And um, I was like, 
I don't know. And we figured out it had been like 26 years. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh my goodness, it's, you know, so mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's just really funny like to think there are people in your life now that around for a long time. Do you have any other places or suggestions on how to foster good community? Is there anything else that leaps out to you that I'm forgetting? Those are my big ones that we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, and I know there's other places that we have met people, but those are, are, are the big ones. And um, if you have areas that you have found good community, good community support, mm -hmm. feel free to share that too. And with kids in school and stuff too is another area like um, we homeschool and that's been a whole community mm -hmm. in and of itself. When you find, I don't know, it was so weird. It was like, I never even thought about homeschooling. And when we decided to go for it, it's like, a th a th you know, how we see like 3D. It was like a 4D opened up to <laughs> me of like, oh my gosh, look at all this around us. This uh, You homeschool? You homeschool. homeschool. Whoa, hey, hello. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, that was one thing. But even in public school, there's all sorts of opportunities for your kids to get yeah. to know others in their class or their... You know, whether it's through PTAO or A, whatever it is. Uh, okay. And uh, I, I suppose I sports PTO, too. But I don't know why. Yeah. Was it, was actually, it I read it. Actually, I do know the answer. But it's a very dry, long story that I won't tell you. There was actually a lawsuit back in the day about PTAs and PTOs. If you want to know more about it, read the book Bowling Alone by Robert Putnam. Okay, it's a very interesting sociological book about how we're not doing things together anymore. How mm -hmm. we used to have rotary clubs that met in every community, and we used to have, but what was uh, Fred Flintstone's group? You remember the Water Buffaloes? Something like that. Something like that. And um, uh, so that that's just going by the wayside. Um, but that's a really good book to read. So. Uh, we didn't do a farm update real quick. Oh, farm update? We'll yeah. wrap this party up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um, drywall is going up. It's been very productive. We have the ceilings uh, done in all but two rooms. And uh, I, I have been so proud of Henry and Elliot and Benjamin. I'll take them up there. And my friend Ben has been nice enough to loan me a drywall lift. It's a big three-wheeled device that will raise drywall up to the ceiling and i got 12 foot drywall which is kind of hard to handle but i think i told, said last week that henry's superpower has come out and he has the strength and ability to to pick up his own end and carry it and walk backwards even if i need him to and he and i can lift it up there and and elliot does a really good job of moving the lift where it needs to go and helping me get in place and Benjamin has done a really good job of being an extra set of hands. And so we have gotten a lot of drywall done. I'm also trying to do the first bottom row so that in one workday or so, when I have some other adults, we can do the the second, um, lift the drywall mm -hmm. up and do it up, up right. to the ceiling. And uh, so it's going really well. It's a slow process. Like tonight I only got like two and a half sheets hung just because it's, Gotta get it cut and get it fit and then screw it and screw and not miss the not miss it and <laughs> not lose my freaking mind every time that I screw and I go right through the drywall. Uh, that's that gets me so much. When I miss a stud and I put a hole in the drywall, oh goodness, it makes me so mad. But things are going well. I'm hopeful to have it all hung by the end of April. 
realistically, we're probably looking at more of a 4th of July move-in date now, but um, we'll work hard and see what happens. That's all I got for you. That's all I got. Well, we appreciate everybody who stuck with us this long. Uh, we hope that you find a good sense of community. And uh, if you have any questions or want to talk about anything, Elizabeth and I are always here. And uh, happy birthday to Aunt Margaret and Benjamin this week. And don't forget to answer Benjamin's, not what would you do? Would you rather? Would you rather question. Donuts or bacon? Have a great week.